I'm not 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. Happy Hanukkah. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Sakan kanim nasene 
My vehicle, eight nights, gonna shine invincible, no longer be the visible, born through the struggle, keep on moving through all this hustle, head up, head down through all of the bustle, New York City wanna flex your muscle, look so down, look so puzzled, out around your fire through all the rubble, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all. Tomorrow, wipe away your tears and your sorrow. Sunrise in the sky, like an arrow. No need to worry, no need to cry. Light up your mind, no longer be blind. Him who searches will find. Leave your problems behind. You will shine like a fire in the sky. What's the reason we're alive? The reason we're alive. I stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all. Bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all. When your broken heart yearns to be free
J.M. in the A.M. There we go. Thursday morning broadcast. Hello, everybody. Hanukkah, day number seven, the year 5781. You heard the miracle done by the Maccabees. Before that, M-I-R-A-C-L-E. That's miracle done by the New York Boys Choir. Uh, you heard Journeys with Fantastic, ama- fantastic Amazing Miracle. Little Row, that was Diaspora. David and the High Spirit in there with Mo's Tour. You heard the Schwebel Scharf and Levine Mo's Tour. Light Up the Nights, Miami, and of course, Regesh. Mo Dani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Thursday, and this December the 17th, day two in the month of Teves, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei Aleph. Today is day number seven in the holiday of Hanukkah. Hope your Hanukkah is going well. Hope you've enjoyed the Alatkas and Sufganiyot. Hope you've enjoyed playing dreidel. Hope you've been able to appreciate the uh, lights of the Hanukkah, the lights of the Hanukkah menorah burning brightly. And for those of you who love snow on Hanukkah, if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, you have lucked out. Because our home base here in New York City is enjoying, (laughs) quote-unquote, 25 degrees, 91.1% humidity, winds in north at 17 miles per hour. And uh, we've got snow. It should be ending soon. I think the forecast basically has it that it's ending soon in the next hour or two. Uh, Then it'll be partly cloudy, some sleet, freezing rain, and a high temperature of 32. Partly cloudy tonight, low 23. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 32 degrees. 56 right now in Yerushalayim, 25 here in New York City. It's cold on a Thursday morning Hanukkah here at the JM and the AM. I wonder if we can get these snow accumulation totals. You can get anything on the Internet these days, right? You can find it all. Let's see what it tells us regarding the uh, the actual amount of snow. Um, well, here it's here it has all the um, here it has all the uh, predictions in terms of the eight to twelve inches. I don't believe there was really eight to twelve inches by early Thursday here. By early Thursday, about four to eight inches had fallen across the five boroughs, Long Island, and much of New Jersey. That makes sense. And some parts of the area have seen just two to three inches. Yeah, I would say that, uh, well, Central Park officially is six and a half inches as of midnight. Now, I don't know what fell after that, but um, in just one day, Central Park eclipsed the total amount of snow of the 2019-2020 winter season. Yeah, that we were lucky last uh, winter. We really didn't uh, have much. Anyway, so yeah, if you told me that uh, seven, eight inches fell total, that I would believe. That I would believe, and I think that's about it. I don't think, uh, at least based on the forecast, doesn't look like much more is going to fall at this point. Anyway, so that's where we're at. It's a uh, blanketed... New York City, and that's where we broadcast from. Now, Daf Yomiyid is uh, out there in our audience, and uh, he sent me some uh, photographs. He sent me some pictures on his phone. 
earlier today, and I am jealous because uh, he showed me pictures of what he wrote about on the app. He writes on the app, Biking Hare Yehuda to JM and the AM. Who would have thought years ago this would be possible, Baruch Hashem? Now you're right, Tafiomi Yid. Uh, we need to acknowledge that, that this would not have been possible years ago, and now you literally can be anywhere on the globe and hear this program clearly, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but, but, letting me know that you are biking through Hare Yehuda after I have not been in Israel for almost a year, and I am now in an atmosphere of 25 degrees Fahrenheit and 8 inches of snow, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard. That's hard for me to swallow. I don't like the snow. I don't like the cold. I think everyone knows that. Uh, in fact, yesterday, so somebody was talking to me about moving the entire operation to Florida, and what the advantage would be if everything was just down in Florida, not just weather-wise, but financially also. If everything was just done out of Florida, you know, it's funny because the um, obviously the the bulk of our audience is in New York and New Jersey, and obviously we appeal greatly to what most people would call the modern Orthodox slash uh, yeshiva community. I don't think that's a uh, that's a secret. That's a, the 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 audience that we attract mostly. And um, and someone said to me that uh, you know the majority of that audience is moving to Florida, so you may as well go with them. And I'm like, wait a second, I don't think the majority of the New York New Jersey yeshiva league slash yeshiva world is moving to Florida. That's, you know, I know a lot of people are, and a lot of people are, you know, enjoying their stay down there, especially during the winter, but I don't think they're moving there permanently. Anyway, so, or I know some are, but you know what I mean. I mean in droves. Anyway, so here we are. It's a Thursday morning. We're in New York City, and uh, we're enjoying, quote-unquote, the snow, and it's Hanukkah time here uh, as we celebrate the seventh day of Hanukkah. So today, again, the traditional editions for Hanukkah, including Alan Nisim, Special Torah reading for Hanukkah, uh, Ms. Morshir, etc. Don't forget that the uh, that the tomorrow is uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Tomorrow is Zos Hanukkah. Tomorrow is Zos Hanukkah, and uh, that's it. There is no Shabbos. Uh, no, there's no second Shabbos Hanukkah this year, even though it feels like it, obviously, because Hanukkah ends on Erev Shabbos. Uh, there's no Shabbos Hanukkah again, uh, only one this year. And uh, it'll be the first time in 20 years, it'll be the first time in 20 years that um, we are reading Haftorah of Parsha's Miketz, which is pretty amazing and pretty cool. And in fact, Rabbi Heber sent me a whole bunch of uh, material that he spoke about regarding this Shabbos. And I'm going to try very hard between now and tomorrow morning to uh, review it. I really am. I'm going to try very hard to review it and give everybody a perspective on um, what they should be realizing in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, the day after Hanukkah being Shabbos trivia. Um, we'll try to do it tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. Yeah, I don't know if we'll get Rabbi Heber on. Maybe we can. We'll see. Uh, but we'll... Uh, We'll certainly try to get that information out to you tomorrow. Anyway, uh, 22 minutes before 7 o'clock, a song that Avram Rosenblum reminded me and many others in his conversation with Shlomo Katz is from Mizmar Shir, is from the special uh, Perak of Tehillim that we see at the end of Davening on Chanukah. Here it is, Thursday morning broadcast. It is Chanukah 5781, day number 7. 
This is Diaspora, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
חיים טובים, ימים יפים, פרנוס עסגית, אפילו חופשה לפעמים. ילדים מביאים לנו נחת לרוב, כולם בריאים, יש שמחות, מזל טוב. מדהים לראות איך הכל מסתדר, ושום דבר לנו לא חסר. ורק בזמן שקשה נביט למעלה, למה שלא נבין שהוא אחראי? Let's do this, I need 
On a pitch black night He rode a horse of the purest white He knocked on the door, kind of prisoner free In his hand, a bag of money What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And I call the man, you don't need me And I call the man, you don't need me And I call the man, you don't need me I need me, I need me They surrounded me These three words They set me free When you got no strength And you cry and please Lost in the forest Can't find the trees Here's what you do When the money runs dry Here's a prayer That could pierce the sky Here's what you do When the gold runs dry Here's a prayer That could pierce the sky And call the man
is what you do when the money runs dry. There's a prayer that could pierce the sky. Here's what you do when the gold runs dry. Sing the song, give it a try. Speak it, sing it, shout it thrice. These three words can pierce the sky. Speak it, sing it, shout it thrice. These three words can pierce the sky. J.M. in the A.M. Elakada Mayor done by uh, Eighth Day, of course. Uh, before that, Mordechai Ben David with Dai. Uh, you heard Einod Milvado done by Mordechai Shapiro. Shlomo Katz had Yismach Melech. Livy Vote, that was an Ashama Orchestra. And Diaspora with Hafachta, words from Ms. Morshir that we say at the end of the Tefillah. On Hanukkah. Day 7, Hanukkah 5781, and it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. So the last time that uh, Mikates fell out and it wasn't Hanukkah was 20 years ago, in the year 2000. And the next time it happens is three years from now, in the year 5784. It will not happen again. It'll happen three years from now, and it will not happen again before 5800. In this Jewish century, it'll be the last time it happens. Happened 10 times this century, from 5700 to 5800. It'll happen a total of 10 times. Anyway, someone on the app claims that the last time it happened, where Mikates was not Hanukkah, there was a snowstorm. So I need someone to tell me, was there a snowstorm in December of 2000, Hanukkah time? I'm really curious now. I'm really curious. I'm not even joking. I'm really curious about that. Anyway, Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JMD. גלי צהל השעה שתיים צהריים טובים, כאן גוני כהן עם מה שקורה עכשיו. לקראת הגבלות חדשות, ועדת השרים לקורונה תתכנס ביום ראשון הקרוב, מדווחת כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרה וולברג. בעקבות העלייה בנתוני התחלואה, ועדת השרים לענייני קורונה תתכנס ביום ראשון בשעה 11 בבוקר לאישורן של הגבלות נוספות, על פי המתווה שאושר בממשלה, כאשר ממוצע המאומתים היומי יגיע ל-2,500, תיכנס לתוקף תוכנית הריסון המהודק, שכוללת הגבלות משמעותיות וסגירת המסחר. משרד הבריאות ידרוש במהלך הדיון בתחילת השבוע לנקוט בצעד זה. ומשה רוזנבלום, מנכ"ל קניוני עופר, הגיב על האפשרות לסגירת מרכזי הקניות ואמר בגלי צהל, לא נשתף פעולה עם מדיניות הריסון המהודק, ללא סגר מלא, נמשיך לפעול כרגיל. בעקבות הידבקות נשיא צרפת עמנואל מקרו בנגיף הקורונה, מנהיגים נוספים באירופה יידרשו בבידוד, כתב חדשות החוץ טל שנהב. 
לאחר הודעת ארמונה אליזה כי מקרון זוהה כחיובי לנגיף קורונה, גם ראש ממשלת ספרד פדרו סנצ'ס וראש ממשלת פורטוגל אנטוניו קוסטה ייכנסו לבידוד, לאחר שנפגשו עם נשיא צרפת מוקדם יותר השבוע. מקרון מצידו ימשיך לעבוד מרחוק, אך לצד זאת ביטל את כל נסיעותיו המתוכננות, כולל ביקור בלבנון, שנועד לסייע לפתרון המשבר בממשלה שם. אנשי העסקים אמיר ואיציק דיין מעשירי ישראל חשודים בהעלמת מיסים של מאות מיליוני שקלים, מדווח כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי נבי. לפי רשות המיסים, האחים הציגו מצג שווא שלפיו נכסיהם הרבים, בעיקר נדל"ן בחו"ל, מוחזקים בנאמנות על ידי חמו לשעבר של איציק דיין, צרפתי, כיום בן 91, שמתכחש לכך בכל תוקף. המטרה להתחמק מתשלומי מיסים בישראל בגובה מאות מיליוני שקלים. מטעמם נמסר כי הם משתפים פעולה עם החקירה ובטוחים שבסיומה יתברר שפעלו ללא רבב. ניצב עמיחי אשד, מפקד מחוז מרכז במשטרה, אומר בדיון בוועדת הפנים בנושא ההפגנות, היו שוטרים שפעלו שלא לפי ההנחיות, כל סטייה מנורמות הארגון תיבחן. האם בחלק מההפגנות ישנם שוטרים שאיבדו את זה והשתמשו בכוח לא סביר? התשובה היא כן. האם יש בחלק מהמקרים שוטרים שמביאים את האג'נדה שלהם הפנימית לתוך העבודה שלהם? התשובה היא כן. האם זאת המדיניות של המשטרה? ואם זה מה שאנחנו מתחילים מתוך שוטרים שלנו? בכל מקום שישנה סטייה מהנורמה שאנחנו קבענו, אנחנו מטפלים בה בחומרה. נשיא רוסיה ולדימיר פוטין מגיב על התחקיר העיתונאי שקבע כי יחידה חשאית של שירות הביטחון הרוסי הרעילה את מנהיג האופוזיציה במוסקבה, אלכסיי נבלני. זה מהלך שנועד לפגוע ברוסיה, נבלני הוא לא אדם מספיק חשוב כדי להוות עבורנו מטרה, אמר נשיא רוסיה והוסיף, אם היינו רוצים לחסל אותו, היינו גומרים את העבודה, כך פוטין. מזג האוויר ייתכן גשם מקומי קל בצפון הארץ ובמישור החוף, בסוף השבוע התחממות, אלה החדשות. בחסות אנשור פלוס אדום
You've waited all this while, still without a child. Yeah, your faith in me remains strong. You've really done your best, passed every test, never questioning anything at all. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true. Your children will be like the stars in the sky. This vast universe before your very eyes. Endless in number and endless in size. You couldn't count him if you tried. I promise you tonight. Oh. One more thing to be done, so listen, please. Take the one you love and sacrifice him up above as an offering to me. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky. This vast universe before your very eyes. Endless in number and endless in size. Couldn't count him if you tried. You couldn't count him if you tried. Loyal to me, your name will carry on, your nation will grow strong. A promise kept throughout history. So, this I promise you if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky. This vast
J.M. in the A.M. 
Joey Newcomb and To Be A Yid. Before that, The Promise. Great song from R.E.A. Kunstler. Miami had Mila Shem. That was by request here on a Thursday. Hanukkah Day 7. J.M. in the A.M. Did we have another one in there? That was it. Uh, no, I think that was it on that one. Uh, Tuesday morning. Excuse me. Thursday morning on the 17th of December and 2nd of Teves. It's Hanukkah Day 7. Seven candles plus the shamash burning brightly. Hope you're doing fine and dandy. I know that uh, in the New York, New Jersey area, there's a lot of um, challenges this morning because of the weather. Plenty of snow. Six, seven, eight, nine inches, depending on where you are. So um, be careful out there, especially walking, driving, moving around. Be careful. Rough weather, and it looks like some sleet and freezing rain is coming into this area this morning as well. So... Daf Yomi Yid, love the Amila Shemelai selection. Thank you, Daf Yomi Yid, who is traversing the state of Israel on his uh, two-wheeled, um, two-wheeled vehicle. Is a bicycle actually a vehicle? Is it a two-wheel vehicle? I don't know. <laughs> he's traversing. No matter what, he's traversing. Daniela says thank you so much for that selection as well. Wow. A lot of people like that Miami song. Uh, our friends at Partners in Torah remind you that one of the uh, most amazing ways to enhance your life um, when it comes to our tradition and heritage is becoming a partner or a mentor or a student through Partners in Torah. Go to the website, partnersintorah.org. Again, go to the website, partnersintorah.org. Uh, you'll start to see some uh, information about becoming a mentor or a student with our friends and partners in Torah. And uh, I hope you'll consider it. Like I say, it'll uh, enhance your your religious life, your um, commitment to our heritage and tradition tremendously. Go to partnersintorah.org or call the number 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, S-T-U-D-Y, the number four, and then the number two for all the details. want to remind everybody that this coming Sunday, the Amudim event begins. The Amudim 36-hour live stream benefit become, begins on Sunday. Come together with the top leaders and entertainers in our community to give back and confront the greatest challenges and unspoken issues facing us all. Uh, you could donate right now if you go to the following website, unite2heal.com, unite2heal.com. And if you press on the event lineup, in addition to Holy Yid Squares that I'm doing with uh, Mordechai Ben David, Shlomi Dax, Avram Free, Benny Friedman, Lenny Solomon, Yisrael Lem, Shia Menlewitz, Zael Newman, A.B. Rottenberg, Revi Schwabel, Mordechai Shapiro, Heshi Wolfish, and Srilly Williger. In addition to Holy Yid Squares, uh, I'll be there Sunday morning to kick off the event. Shlomo Simcha and the Maccabees have a unique music component. Shalom Lemmer is involved. There's a tech roundtable. There's a rabbinic roundtable. There's a sports and Orthodox Jews roundtable. There's a roundtable discussion with those who are um, who are um, uh, voices from victims of terror in their families, communal organizational leadership, uh, matchmaker, matchmaker. There are uh, five people on that panel about Shaduchim, the legacy of Lord Jonathan Sachs, uh, a roundtable on prenuptial agreements. Um, Excuse me. A one on comedy as the Jewish vaccine with Modi, Rabbi Shlomo Einhorn, Ashley Blaker, and Elon Gold. Um, 
meaningful moments, candid conversation on consciousness. There's just an, an unbelievable array of, um, oh, there's even one on uh, on uh, Israel investment in the UAE with Alex Peter Freund, who we spoke to in uh, Dubai, Ellie Epstein, and Hamdan Al-Kindi, who we met in Dubai as well. Wow. So you got to check it out. Go to UniteToHeal.com, UniteToHeal.com. Click on event lineup, and we kick the whole thing off uh, three days from now, Sunday morning, a 36-hour live stream benefit for an amazing organization called Amudim. Again, it's UniteToHeal.com. Make sure to uh, go to the website. Hey, later on, we're going to be speaking about a free offer from ArtScroll. ArtScroll is offering something for free during Hanukkah, and it's pretty significant uh, because um, it's so helpful to so many people. It is... um, well, should I tell everybody what it is? It's the Sitter app. The Sitter app is uh, going to uh, change the way you daven, especially the way you daven on the road when you have only your phone with you. Um, so we'll talk about it about an hour from now. Go to artscroll.com. Remember, every title at artscroll.com, every title is 20% off, no minimum, free shipping with promo code radio. 20% off, no uh, minimum, free shipping with promo code radio. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Simple as that. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. מלחמות בעולם לא צריך לדאוג, דאגות על המחר קצת לא פתוח, השכנים מרעישים לא צריך לדאוג, והלחץ בכבישים אז תעצור לרגע, גם אם קשה לך אל תעצור תמשיך לרוץ, אם תיפול אז תקום לא קרה כלום. החיים הם מתנה אז פשוט תגיד
J.M. and the A.M. coming up on Tuesday. That's Levy Cohen, by the way. Coming up on Tuesday, we're going to do our own Giving Tuesday. We're going to be broadcasting live this coming Tuesday between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. Could you imagine? We're going from 6 to 11. 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, broadcasting live from Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere. It'll be uh, our Giving Tuesday. I know Giving Tuesday has passed, but we're doing our own Giving Tuesday for year-end donations this coming Tuesday. A lot of special guests. An amazing lineup. Seriously, an amazing lineup. I'll try to give you a preview tomorrow. But really, an amazing and incredible lineup. So it's coming up Tuesday. Got to get a bagel out in Woodmere, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. And we are looking forward to bringing that to you. Big hello and a shout-out and a thank you to our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms, casinofarms.com. They're in Queens, Aaron's West Orange, aaronswestorange.com. They're in New Jersey. Great shopping experience. Did so many wonderful things for everybody during Hanukkah. Uh, sushi platters and bakery goods, sufganiyot. Uh, re- a lot of great Hanukkah items for the, for the table and household, uh, not necessarily food. So many wonderful things going on at both Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens and Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, if you want a pleasant shopping experience on a regular basis with everything you need under one roof and great specials always, check out Aaron's Casino Farms, casinofarms.com, and Aaron's West Orange, aaronswestorange.com. You'll be glad you did. And this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code RADIO. And uh, enjoy, try, enjoy, and um, and uh, experience A&H today thursday morning rabbi goldwasser has the seventh day of hanukkah off how do you like that he is off today so we're going to give him that opportunity to uh, catch his breath with all the uh, wonderful things that he does for us every single mo- uh, sunday through thursday here at the nachum siegel network we'll continue with michael Przanski at jm in the am Die, Bolir Kona, Yom, the Sim Habanikunin, the Rikudin, 
מזל טוב, חביבי, אחי ורעי, שמעו נא אליי, הרימו ידיים, מחאו כפיים, המוזיקה, צ'ללה, אין צווי דריי, שמחת חתנים, יאללה מרגליים, הורה הורה, קמס בכל לבו, מזל מזל טוב, שמחת חתנים, יאללה מרגליים, הורה הורה, קמס בכל לבו. JM in the AM with Michal Przensky. It's called Simchat Chatanim here at JM in the AM. Avi Sipperstein is with us live via telephone. I'd like everybody to meet him in our audience, but especially those who live in Forest Hills, Rigo Park, Kew Gardens, Richmond Hill. Uh, we know we have a lot of listeners in those areas, and um, uh, those listeners, all of you out there in those areas, can spread the word about Avi Sipperstein, who is a candidate for New York City Council in District 29. And we will find out the, all the information you need to know when this election is, how you vote, because after all, we've been introduced to new voting methods over the last few months, haven't we? Etc. Etc. Avi Sipperstein, happy Hanukkah and welcome to JM in the AM. Happy Hanukkah, and thank you, Nachum Siegel, for having me. It's an honor to be a part of your show. I appreciate that very much. Now, it's an open seat, the 29th District. It's New York City Council. Uh, it's open because the current member of that the district, uh, the, who represents that district, current member of the council, is being term limited. Uh, at what point did you say, I am tossing my yarmulke into the ring? At what point did you say, I want to represent the 29th District of New York on the New York City Council? That's literally how it happened. I decided to toss my yarmulke into the ring. <laughs> it was actually 
It was actually uh, something that started uh, stirring up and brewing up during the early days of the COVID uh, pandemic. As a Hatzalah member responding to multiple calls in the community, we, you know, as you know, Queens has hit one of the hardest uh, from, you know, at least in the beginning. Right. Um, I, I was responding to multiple calls, and I, and in my in my responses, I noticed that the protocols that we were being given that were changing daily uh, were didn't make any sense whatsoever, and they were all being mandated by people uh, in public office. And I just felt that there was something wrong with that. And then as those feelings continued to brew, I took a look around to see who would be running to represent our communities, uh, you know, who's, who had stepped forth from within the community to, to take that role. And I wasn't really happy with what I saw. And once I realized that there was, you know, that, 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 there's, a, that there's a problem that we're about to face, regardless of which of these other candidates gets into office, I immediately began to think about, like I usually do, what can we do to make this better? And together with a few other people, we tried to identify who from our community could represent us. As you know, the climate is changing politically. Uh, Things are changing drastically, things that we would never have expected as a Jewish nation that now we have to, you know, that our challenges now to us are things that, uh, that, that we really want to avoid. We tried to identify who would be a good person to represent us. And as the conversation uh, continued, the fingers began to turn in my direction. And so while I've always been involved behind the scenes as far as a community activist, I never saw myself as a, a front runner or, or a person in the political uh, you know, headlights. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I gave it more thought. We talked about it. We talked to community leaders. We wanted to see if we would get you know, enough support and backing. And the, uh, the responses were resounding. And so I said, that's it. We're going to do it. I immediately contacted a friend of mine who's in the political space. He's done he's worked on some campaigns before. We consulted with him. We realized that we have a good opportunity if we're ready to work hard. And that's something that I've always done, regardless of where I am in life or what I'm doing. And so I decided, like you said, to toss my yarmulke into the ring. And it's been a it's been quite a wild ride ever since. But it's been an incredible ride. We've been already impacting and changing lives before we've even gotten close to the election. Avi Siperstein is with us. All right, let, let's do a couple of things here so people understand what's going on. What's the calendar look like? It's now December of 2020. I'm assuming this is the Democratic primary. Would that be accurate? That is 100% accurate. I'm running in the Democratic primary in June 2021. Um, we have, it sounds like it's a, you know, a whole winter away, but it's really very, very close. It's much closer than, than we realize. No, that I understand. And, and is this, and no need, we, we don't have a, a, a need to discuss your, uh, your opponents on this show, but just so people understand, is this essentially a race between a couple of people and you're one of them, or is this one of those races where 10 people have declared that they'd like to be city council member? There are actually over 10 people that have declared that they want to be city council member. As far as uh, what they represent, like you said, we don't have to go much into it. They definitely don't represent uh, the same level of value that I do when it comes to, you know, what's important to our community. Um, But if you want to get, you know, if you want to look at it politically, we don't believe that half of these contenders will actually be there on Election Day. There's a number of things that you have to do as a candidate that makes you eligible to be actually be on the ballot. And a number of these people have not really met or are even close to that criteria. So right. on Election Day, we're talking about probably half of those people, maybe five or six. Well, the, tr- the, the truth is that may work out to the benefit of our community because it might be easier for our community to really influence 
an election with five candidates and if there would be two candidates. So it may work out to our advantage to have you in a in a bigger field and to be able to, you know, to motivate everybody to come on out and win that seat. Absolutely. And not only that, this year we have another factor, which is called rank choice voting. I don't know if you've talked about it on your show, but it's new to New York. It's something that's going to be coming to an election near you, uh, as far as I know, in the near future. And it's different than in the previous elections where you just go and vote for your favorite candidate. Starting now, January 21, um, when you go to the polls, you're going to have Uh, like an option, multiple choices. Who's your favorite candidate? Who's your second favorite? Who's your third favorite? So if you were ever torn between a couple of candidates, uh, not if you're part of my community, you won't be torn. I imagine you'll be looking at me as your number one. But if you were ever to be in a position, and and this is going to apply to the mayoral race, which is important to everybody as well, you're going to be able to pick your first and second and third option of who you want that to be. Now, how it plays out is that the weakest link gets dropped, and then all those votes roll over to the next one, until there's one of them standing with 51% of the vote. Right. So in this particular election, people will be able to come out and vote, and if they're undecided between two candidates, they'll be able to vote for two. So it's actually, uh, we're looking at that as a, you know, from a, from a political strategy perspective, this is something that could actually even work in our favor even more. Hey, if you're in Forest Hills, Rego Park, Kew Gardens, Richmond Hill, your candidate for District 29 of the New York City Council is Avi Cyperstein, the election is six months away in June of 2021. And frankly, Avi, the way your district has been represented nationally, um, or at least your borough has been represented nationally over the last few years, has been pretty disturbing, frankly. And it would be nice to have someone like you there to hopefully influence the uh, the members of uh, the United States House of Representatives and the members of the United States Senate. Uh, once you're a council member, I think you'd have more influence than you would have as a regular citizen. So I think that it's really important for people to realize that we're talking about a district that has uh, some questionable leadership, and we'd like to see some adjustment to that. Absolutely, and especially with this um, this movement from the radical left, that you know, they're, they're, they're not just taking over cities. They've made it clear on social media. They've made it very clear that this is their goal. This is their agenda. And I know you've traveled the world, and you you know you know a lot about history, I remember when I went to Poland a few years ago, and I wanted to really understand, you know, what was going on in Europe before the Holocaust. And it's sad to say that many of the things that we're experiencing right now, which we think could never happen in America, were happening then, too. Yep. And this, this movement by the, by the radical left is, is literally, it's, it's history repeating itself. So we're watching it happen unfold in front of us. And many people up until recently felt like their vote really didn't count. But now more than ever, every single vote really counts because we have people who are actively, and they have a lot of money behind them too, actively trying to take over these seats to influence government and implement changes that could be drastic, not just to you know our financial, uh, you know businesses, but also to our Jewish values. You know, and, uh, yeah. Now I was just going to say that one of the keys to these races, and I'm sure you know this, uh, but we've observed it for so many decades already, is. Uh, it's such an advantage for the candidate who meets more of the voters than others. I mean, it, it's it's amazing that the uh, that the one-on-one uh, face-to-face encounters go so far when it comes to these races. Are you going to have an opportunity to reach out to other communities? Obviously, for good reason, you're emphasizing our community and call like a vote for that. Will you have an opportunity to reach out to other ethnic groups and other communities in District 29? 
Absolutely. And in fact, you know, we, you know, we believe that we can meet with people and be safe and social distant. I've already met with members of the Chinese American community because they also make up 20% of the district. Wow. We're, we're in the process of making a connection with the, with the Indian community. And so there's a lot of, uh, Queens is very diverse. And yep. so we're in touch with a lot of different community leaders through the community boards and through other civic groups to be able to at least meet with people on Zoom. I'm meeting with people on Zooms. I'm meeting, I'm getting onto different, uh, you know, different community board meetings, being able to just say hello, show my name, talk for, you know, 30 seconds. That's actually going a long way as well and resonating with uh, some of the people in the community. But what we're hoping for, obviously, is that we're going to be able to get out to events and hopefully there will be events. And if not, we'll make some events because we, we can do it and no. we can be you know, the, tr- safe way. the truth is, through Zoom, you might be able to meet more people on a typical night than than when it's a non-COVID situation. You may be able to use that to your advantage. By the way, you're in a district with some very active uh, rabbinic leaders who really take an interest in the community and really have good outreach themselves to other neighborhoods and communities in District 29. I hope the rabbis and uh, and community leaders are, are going to be helping you through this process because I really believe we need someone like you on the city council, and it would be nice to see the leadership of our community come out and support you. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate that, and you're right. That's really the motivation to run over here. It's really to represent the community and to represent the things that are important to us because it's definitely not a very glamorous position otherwise. And, yes, as far as the rabbis, the uh, support has been, like I said before, it's just been uh, outstandingly supportive. Every rabbi who I've met with, has come on board and has opened up tremendous doors and connections in both the in the Jewish community, but also in the secular community. Remember, rabbis in our community interact often yeah. as members of the faith, especially other- especially in your community. That's why I'm saying it. Especially in your community, there's so much outreach going on. Queens is such an underrated Jewish community in terms of how active they are and in terms of how influential they are. People don't realize it because they, they, for. For obvious reasons, they concentrate so much on Brooklyn because of the large, uh, you know, Jewish population. People don't realize how important Queens is when it comes to the political situation in New York. It really is, and that's why we know, like as residents here, we know we're on the forefront of this battle, and we're taking it very seriously. And that was the first question that you know the rabbis asked, and they said, "Are you are you serious about this?" And as soon as they realized that this is a very serious candidacy. Uh, we've been raising money from day one. Baruch Hashem, the, the fundraising is doing very well. We're doing a big fundraiser next week. We have 70, over 70 community leaders on our host committee reaching out to, you know, cover every nook and cranny to make sure that we're able to fund this the right way. But more so than that, we're taking the campaign very seriously. We already have a team of people that are very involved in making sure that our message is getting not just to the Jewish voters, but to every nook and cranny within the community, and the rabbis have been absolutely outstandingly supportive. Um, the website is uh, SipperSteinForCouncil.com, SipperSteinForCouncil.com. Um, Avi, you were actually born in that district, right? I was born here. I was raised here. I've lived here most of my life, other than a, you know, a little stint where I went to Israel for yeshiva. And uh, I work here. My office is here. I volunteer over here. My, my life is basically here at Queens. I know Queens since I'm a child. I know it really well. I know the communities. I've seen them evolve and develop, and I've been a part of that uh, process throughout the years. And like I, like I mentioned earlier, as a, as a member of Atsala, I've responded into people's homes within the community in their moments of crisis and emergency. I've got to know the people pretty well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, look, you're you're really well spoken. Uh, I'm I'm very impressed. I I'm so glad you're running, 
I wish you the best of luck, and I really hope our community comes out for you and helps you uh, in terms of financial support, etc. because we really do need somebody like you, especially in that area of the city. I know you know exactly what I mean by that. Um, yep. Queens is a very, very underrated, active, uh, influential uh, community in our city, and we need proper representation, to say the least. Go to the website, folks, SipperSteinsForCouncil.com. Sipperstein for council.com. It's obvious Sipperstein was running in the Democratic primary coming up in June of 2021. I hope you'll be in touch and give us some progress about the campaign down the road. Absolutely. I'm going to definitely be filling you in on how things are going. And once we get into office, we'll take, we'll keep the connection going. What's your shul, by the way? You're you're in the, you're in District 29. Where are you most of the time? Which synagogue? So I actually, uh, my rabbi is Rabbi Sokolov. I learn with him in the mornings. I, that's where I daven chakras wow. during the week. Nice. And uh, on Shabbos, I daven in a small, well, it used to be a shtibel. Now it's a nice building on Metropolitan Avenue called Rabbi Teitelbaum Shul. Um, but believe it or not, since I've announced my candidacy, I've been invited to so many different shuls. I've actually been <laughs> hopping around. And I'm, I've been davening chakras in different places and mincha at this one. And I've been meeting a lot of really amazing people. There's so many, so many shuls in this community. I haven't gotten to all of them yet, but I am. Slowly making my way down the list. <laughs> Very cool. you. Good luck, Avi, and keep us up to date. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today, Freilich and Hanukkah, and a lot of continued Hatzlacha, all in the best of health. We need him, folks. We need people like him as well. Any young, well-spoken, you know, positive examples for our families and children who want to run for these positions, we should be encouraging them. Avi Sipperstein, Sipperstein4Council.com. The election six months away. We'll keep everyone up to date. Check out his website. You can see how you can uh, donate and support the campaign. And if you're in the Queens area, do what you can. We, we, we really need better leadership in New York. And to say it starts with the city council, I think, would be, uh, would be an accurate statement. Uh, more coming up. You're listening to a uh, Hanukkah edition of JM and the AM on day seven of Hanukkah. Here's the Yitzchak B-Tone at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. That's uh, Schleimy Kaufman, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Shall show us before that with Bissimcha. You heard Isaac Bitone and Hashem Malach. Seventh day of Hanukkah on this uh, winter wonderland Thursday. After all, about eight inches of snow here in Manhattan where we are. One Israel Fund has their big event Tuesday, December the 29th. I'll be hosting. Elizabeth Savetsky will be featured. God Elbaz is the musical guest. There'll be appearances by people like Naftali Bennett and uh, Caroline Glick. And they'll be honoring Dr. Emma Laskin and Bart Baum, plus Amichai Luri, the winemaker from Shiloh, who's uh, an amazing friend. Rebecca and Gabe Boxer, Gloria and Morris Grobe will be honored posthumously with the award accepted by the Grobe, Oppenheimer, and Pollock families. And the Adid Yesha awardees are Hannah Lewin, Talia Laskoff, Molly Sigmund, Isabella Weisfeld, and Ariel Yarmish, 12th graders at SKA Halb High School for Girls. Information about the event, oneisraelfund.org. It happens on Tuesday night, December the 29th, 8 p.m. It's a live entertainment live show. I am looking forward to hosting. And I don't have to tell this audience how important the One Israel Fund is. That I don't know what to do. It's uh, extremely important, and I hope everybody responds, donates, helps them get to their goal, and um, we'll certainly try to help in that effort coming up uh, over the next uh, week and a half and, of course, at the event itself on the 29th of December. Um, Big shout-out to our friends at uh, Aaron's Casino Farms, casinofarms.com, Aaron's West Orange, aaronswestorange.com. You're looking for a uh, high-quality, pleasant shopping experience with wonderful specials and everything under one roof? Try out one of those two amazing locations. Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, casinofarms.com, Aaron's West Orange in New Jersey, Aaron's WestOrange.com. You'll be glad you did. Well, one of the uh, one of the great pieces of news in the last uh, few weeks in the world of Jewish communal life is that uh, Ryan Hyman... Uh, we're very, very big fans of his. Um, one of those well-qualified uh, professionals in the uh, arena of uh, Jewish life. Um, he and the uh, Ortora Stone institutions are now together. He serves as executive director for North America of Ortora Stone, which is, of course, led by Rabbi Brander and, to a degree, still Rabbi Riskin. And uh, Ryan Hyman, uh, we say welcome back to JM in the AM. We say happy Hanukkah, and we say mazal tov on this uh, brand-new position uh, at Ortora Stone. Thank you, Nachum. It's really great to be back on the show today. I appreciate that. How long have you been with Ortora at this point? Uh, Counting today, uh, we're now at uh, the three-week mark. (laughs) Three weeks. Unbelievable. (laughs) How they? Do you have any? I mean, I assume you know. How'd they do on their gala? Was that a, a successful event, please, God? It was tremendously successful. We, we had uh, people from around the world uh, 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 tuning in, watching what we were doing, uh, learning some Torah from uh, Rabbi Riskin and Rabbi Brander. And it was really an exceptional event just to show honor and, and, and gratitude uh, to so many heroes out there who uh, have battled corona and uh, uh, have come out uh, on top in ensuring that the Jewish community around the world uh, is able to continue in a, uh, a, a, a Torah worldview fashion. You know, um, it's funny, and I've been to Artura Stone uh, there in person in Israel, and I've been to their galas here in New York, 
and they're always sold out, and they always have great support. But it is amazing what this whole Zoom COVID thing has done, because I'm sure you got the feeling that you were able to reach even more people or a different set of people by doing this online and inviting people to participate from their home than you've done, you know, or that the organization has done in prior years in person. Am I right? Absolutely. You know, the, we, I was speaking to people in advance of the uh, the, the dinner uh, from Los Angeles, from Chicago, from literally all over the country. Uh, people who had never been able to attend any of our galas before because because of geography, uh, and uh, now they were part of it. So each person who who, who got involved uh, received a, ga- a gala package, uh, which included amazing uh, 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 fruits and and wines from Israel, uh, and they got to participate with us uh, literally from their living room, which is uh, fantastic. Wow. So I. <laughs> Originally, of course, I'd planned to attend, and then, uh, and then the whole Dubai mission got in the way. Now I realize not only not only do I have to make good on my commitment to the organization, but I missed out on the on the wine and fruit from Israel. I can't believe it. <laughs> I, I will make sure I will make sure you get a box. <laughs> no, you, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. My point being that it's amazing how even in, in these Zoom events, the organizations are able to somehow actually deliver some physical things to the patrons, are able to deliver things to everybody to enjoy. So it's sort of like the, I don't want to say the best of both worlds. I still think we need to go back to traditional dinners and networking and meeting and, and being involved and feeling part of a team that's that's involved with an organization. But for an exceptional year like this, I think it's pretty cool. So. Yeah, you know, and it has its challenges. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's definitely not easy. Uh, but the bottom line is, organizations, uh, ours included, have got to pivot. We've got to uh, figure out how to make things work in a in a very challenging right. year. And the bottom line is, there are so many creative people out there in many organizations, and uh, we all, you know, we bring our brains together and uh, figure things out and uh, make things happen. One of the things I love doing, because thank God, in, in this position, I get to know these organizations pretty well. Thank God. And, uh, and then you come into this new position, obviously, you know, having to learn even more than the average person like myself would observe. And I love finding out, you know, what you are learning because knowing what Artur Stone is doing and how many people still don't realize its international impact, you must discover every single day communities around the world and personnel that Artur Stone has around the world that are making a real impact. Absolutely, but you know, I, I, I would like to focus for a second on on, on the students because don't forget, Oratora Stone is largely an educational institution. Good there point. certainly are a number of social impact uh, uh, divisions that we have. Uh, but I, I was speaking to Rabbi Brander just the other day, and he commented to me that uh, one of uh, our, our, our one of the young women in uh, one of our yeshivot, uh, sorry, midrashot, uh, had uh, as part of her graduation finished all of Shas. We're not talking Shas Mishnah. We're talking about Shas Gemara. She finished that as a, uh, a challenge to herself, um, and completing that upon graduation, that I think speaks volumes not only about her, but I think volumes about the institution as a whole, realizing that that's what our focus is. That's what we're trying to do. We're nurturing literally the future generation of leaders of the Jewish people. No question about it. And we've met some of the people that have been at Artura Stone years ago and are now real leaders, both men and women, who are real leaders in academia, like you just described, and certainly in Jewish life around the world. So yeah, it begins with the students and the schools. And you walk through the uh, Batei Midrashot that we have done uh, you know, in Israel, and you see uh, the type of training they're getting and the type of academics that they're involved with. It really is amazing, and it's on a completely different level than what we're used to here in this country, frankly. So that's where it starts, as you just said. And then, of course, to my point, I mean, you you must be amazed when you hear how many cities around the world are enjoying uh, having Artura Stone graduates and leaders as their leaders in the community. Absolutely. 
absolutely. We currently have 277 shlichim all over the world uh, that are responding in different communities in different ways, uh, figuring out what needs to be done, and they're they're essentially supporting uh, from a from a Jewish life perspective uh, these communities in such powerful ways. You know, it's funny you're working you're working for people, and Rabbi Riskin is like this, and now Rabbi Brander, of course, is in charge, and he's like this. You're working for people who will tell you it's never enough. And I'm not talking about the finances. I'm talking about the projects. They always want to build and and uh, and uh, assist people in whatever areas they need and to build in cities that you know need effective Jewish leadership, especially leadership coming from Israel. I'm sure you've gotten that feeling already that the pressure is on. Am I right about that? Oh, absolutely. No question. <laughs> you know, I, one of the things that, that I enjoy is, is, is being on phone calls and uh, Zoom calls with Rabbi Brander and, and watching, watching how he thinks, watching how he, he's not satisfied with what we're doing. He needs, yeah. he, he needs to be satisfied with what we're going to do, how we're going to build, uh, and continue growing the institution as a whole. Because it's very, very clear. You can see it uh, in his mind. We can be doing so much more around the world uh, to improve Jewish life everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's what but, uh, so it leads to success when you're just uh, never satisfied and you want to keep building and building. It keeps uh, everybody on their toes, and it's uh, an amazing way to really build uh, leadership and institutions around the world. And they have a um, an unbelievable network uh, of um, of schools, of uh, of uh, synagogue leadership, campus leadership around the world that is to be envied, that's for sure. Uh, how do people who are listening right now stay in touch with our Torah Stone? I know there's a weekly email, things like that. I mean, what will they find on the website? What can they see and actually uh, you know, feel a part of all this? Well, certainly, they're, they're one, of the, one of the programs that I happen to love uh, quite a bit uh, is, is our um, Torah for Our Time series uh, that was launched at the beginning of Corona, where <clears throat> excuse me, there is a weekly shiur uh, that takes place over Zoom from many of the stars um, from our Torah Stone institutions. Uh, and that, that is spreading Torah literally across the world. We have hundreds of people every single week uh, from across the globe that uh, tune in to, to learn some Torah, learn a little bit about our Torah Stone, um, which is you know, certainly absolutely phenomenal. Uh, yes, there's certainly emails, there's weak, uh, inf- information that comes out on a regular basis, uh, but if you go to ots.org.il, which is our website, ots.org.il, uh, there's a ton of information on there, just not only about the, the, the institution as a whole, uh, but you can, you can check out Shiorim, their, their, their YouTube videos of Rabbi Brander, Rabbi Riskin, and, uh, and our other stars. Uh, there, there is such incredible amount of Torah that is taking place on our website through our emails and everything, and I would encourage everybody to visit uh, and, uh, get, and get involved in, in learning what we're about. You can see the virtual gala also, folks. It's up there, the, uh, the video of what happened during their uh, online virtual gala 2020. It's up there. You can check it out and to see what happened on uh, that very special evening. The website is OTS.org.il, OTS.org.il, a great resource for Shiurim, for weekly emails about the Torah portion, and to uh, be in touch with an organization that is doing, an institution, I should say, that's doing so much to um, enhance uh, leadership and the Torah education and community involvement around the world. Uh, Ryan, any special projects? It's now a December of 2020. What do you have on your plate for the next few months? Anything going on we should know about? Well, from my perspective, I've got to continue learning about the institution. And, you know, the fact that there are 27 individual 
institutions under the umbrella of the Ortora Stone. Yeah. And there's a lot to learn. Uh, and uh, now we're starting to plan for 2021. Uh, we're starting to look at uh, how we're going to be looking at how we're going to be handling uh, a dinner. Is it going to be virtual? Is it going to be in person? We don't know yet. Uh, you know, so there are a number of different projects that we want to reignite that unfortunately Corona uh, put on hold, uh, including scholars and residents across the world, right. uh, Shabbatons, etc. Yeah. Uh, the time's going to come, we're, but we have to start planning now in, in order to make sure that that happens. And we're very, very excited about uh, about the opportunities that lie ahead. I think once you see this uh, vaccine get to more than 50% of the population, I think you're going to see a lot of very anxious people who want to get to Israel, visit places like the one you work for, uh, see what's going on, uh, participate in missions, uh, have those scholars and residents fly. And I think there's a tremendous pent-up energy in the Jewish world to just reconnect with everybody, whether we're going to them or they're coming to us. And hopefully that's what 2021 will bring. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Ryan Hyman is the brand new executive director, North America for Ortora Stone. We wish him a very, very big Mazal Tov. Uh, Ryan, we're big fans of yours, as you know. We know you're going to do great in this position. I wish you a happy Hanukkah, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Nachum. Ryan Hyman, everybody, OTS.org.il. OTS.org.il. Check it out. You'll see amazing work being done from Israel for Jews all around the world. And, of course, the educational institutions in Israel, which are remarkable. If you never visited there, take my advice. Go and see them. You'll be, uh, you'll be fascinated. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. It's dark outside, but it's light in here. Hanukkah is here. It's dark outside, but it's light in here. Hanukkah, Hanukkah is here. It's dark outside, but it's light in here.
הניסים ועל הפורקן, על הגבורות ועל התשואות שעשית למוצאנו בימים ההם בזמן הזה. It started back with Abraham, got thrown into the kitchen, תתנים אל יעקב, do the trickery of Lavan, living out of Mitzrayim, two ten and counting, working every day and night, בחומרו בנים. וישמע השם נקטם, ויזכור אותנו, מזה מכות לקריאה ים סוף, כהרף עין. ונכוים על הניסים ועל הפורקן, על הגבורות ועל התשואות, שעשית למותנו. ראש והמן, אין דסירי אבשושן, ביקש להשמיד, להרוג ולאבד את כל היהודים ביום אחד. והיוונים, בימי מתתיהו דחשמונאי, רצו לשכחנו, או מתורתנו.
secular culture enlightened through dark spreading their morals to extinguish our spark a small band of soldiers with courage and faith guard the Shabbos Rosh Chodesh the covenant of the eighth a victory miraculous but a temple in ruin the lofty Avoidah they await to resume Then one flask is found Purity within Engulfed in its flames A new age begins In the darkest of times Through the bleakest of nights The sparkle and glow of flickering lights sustaining our souls so pure and pristine igniting the embers of hopes and of dreams With no reason why Suffering for a faith That he won't deny He etches in stone A menorah's engraved To remember the miracle How his nation was saved Rips from his clothing A wick to ignite Searching he discovers a match he could light Darkness dispelled by the glistening spark Igniting his spirit in a gala so dark In the darkest of times Through the bleakest of nights The sparkle and glow of flickering light Sustaining our souls so pure and pristine, igniting the embers of hopes and of dreams. JM and the AM. Selection entitled Flickering Lights. Done by um, Baruch Levine here at JM and the AM. Hey, don't forget this coming Tuesday is our Giving Tuesday. Yeah, we don't we don't conform with everybody else. <laughs> Giving Tuesday in America was a couple of weeks ago, but our Giving Tuesday is coming up um, this coming Tuesday between six and eleven a.m. A five-hour JM the AM. We're going to be broadcasting from the five towns at Got to Get a Bagel in Woodmere. That's where we're going to be setting up. It'll be Tuesday morning early, six to eleven a.m. A lot of great guests. Uh, and basically the message will be, you know, support us before the year ends. Simple as that. Uh, you can go to fjbunity.org to place a one-time or monthly donation. Again, that's fjbunity.org to keep our operation going. Much appreciated. And we'll talk more on Giving Tuesday, or our Giving Tuesday, I should say, uh, about all of this right here at JM in the AM. 
Uh, well, uh, I got to give credit in this case. You know, usually um, uh, Aaron Zlotowicz is in touch with me and with Miriam Wallach, and uh, and we, you know, have different people on from uh, Art Scroll to talk about uh, all the brand new books and the new offerings, etc. Uh, we arrange all that and, and really come up, thank God, with some wonderful conversations that take place on the air. And But in this case, I have to give credit to my neighbor. I'm going to give credit to my neighbor, Edie Goldman, who is uh, one of the world's best neighbors. We've been neighbors for over 30 years. And um, the reason I'm giving her credit for this conversation is because she is the one that has been lauding. If you look at my texts, you'll see it. Has been lauding the Art Scroll Sitter app has been letting me know about all of these incredible features that it has. Um, I'm actually looking at some of the things she wrote to me right now. And, um, and, 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 and sort of, sort of expressed shock that we had not discussed the Art Scroll Sitter app during this week of Hanukkah when it's being offered for free. So, to solve all of that, we've invited the chief technology officer who's been there for the last two decades at Art Scroll, our wonderful friend Rabbi Mayor Pasternak on the air to join us, talk about tech and talk about the Art Scroll Sitter app. Rabbi Mayor Pasternak, happy Hanukkah. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Good morning, Rib Good morning. So you have uh, you have a lot of fans out there. People like neighbor Edie, who is now addicted, and I think I could use that word accurately, addicted to the Art Scroll app. Pretty amazing, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We've had a uh... Close to 100,000 people who have downloaded the app in the last week. Wow. So it's being, yes. it, it's being offered for free, obviously, until tomorrow, right? It's being offered for free uh, due to a limitation on Google. It's the standalone Sitter app. Is on, we can only offer it for seven days. So if you want it on Android, get it now. It'll be available for a couple more days on Apple for free. But it is free, yes. And that is the most up-to-date 2020 Art Scroll Sitter app, and uh, and it's again everybody available for free. Take advantage over the last two days of Hanukkah. All right, uh, from your end, tell me about these features. I know that uh, I know that on Hanukkah when someone uses it, automatically Al Hanisim pops up, and that to me is a great feature. And already I'm sure there are plenty of kids out there that are trying to figure out ways to outsmart the app. Maybe if they change the timing on their phone or something, and, and see if they could, uh, you know, trick it into not popping up Al Hanisim. But what are the, what are some of the things that are going on with the uh, Art Scroll Sitter app that make it unique? Okay, so we added recently, um, over the last couple months, we added a Sfard version, which you get for free. So if you download the Sitter app, you have an option of either Ashkenaz, which was the Watsman Sitter edition, and over the summer we added the Kest Sfard digital edition. So now you have your choice of Ashkenaz or Sfard. Um, this, we added at that time, we added features where now you can have phrase-by-phrase -phrase, uh, translation, either stacked on top of each other, next to each other. That way, you don't have to swap between pages or hit a tap on something to get a pop-up. It makes it very, very easy to dive in and see exactly what you're saying with the text is right in front of you. So it is a, we added three new formats to the sitter. We added uh, hundreds of hyperlinks to sources and halakhic sources, resources, notes. So somebody who wants to get into the sitter in a more deep way, we have a lot of resources there where the sitter is actually integrated into the article digital library. So the, the sitter looks and feels like a regular article print sitter, has the same fonts, 
same style. So if you've been using an article sitter for the last several decades, you jump into this, you'll know exactly where you are. Uh, but this is the article sitter on steroids. So the parts of the davening that's supposed to appear, like Alanisim or yesterday Yalaviavo or the Torah reading or any of those parts or Saint Talamata or Saint Bracha, they all appear at the right times. If it's something which is seasonal, it shows up in blue so you don't miss it. Um, so the sitter is fully aware of where you are, what time it is, and it will adjust the text of the sitter accordingly. So if you open up benching, it'll ask you, what time did you start? Was it still Hanukkah when you started? If it, if it was, oh, then did no. you start? Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? That's unbelievable. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I opened up my app last <laughs> night, and it said, did you start your meal before 539? I wanted to know if I started the meal before well, while Rosh Chodesh was still going. And uh, if, it, if you did, then it, it, it drops Yalava uh, Yavu into the sitter. Unbelievable. So it, it's very smart. It, it really knows every it, the whole year, it, the, whether it's Svirasa Omer or it's Yamta, before Yamta, Shabbos, it puts all the things that you need at the time that you need them, so you don't have to figure them out. Rabbi Mayor Pasternak is with us. Can you address the 15-year-olds that are frustrated they can't trick the uh, Art Scroll app? Is there a way to do it, or you wouldn't say? <laughs> can, can, uh, you, can they... you could always change the clock on your device to a different date, and then you can avoid uh, <laughs> saying uh, Alanisim if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've had people try all kinds of ways of hacking the app. Uh, um, on Shabbat, we do not show the, the, uh, the prayers on, uh, for, for chakras because uh, the davening is different. So people try and trick the app to what day of the week it is so they can get around that. But they end up getting a weekday, uh, weekday davening, which doesn't really work. So the, the app knows where you are. If you want it to be a dumb sitter, where it shows you all the content, you can do that. But otherwise, it, it knows exactly where you are. Um, it doesn't tell you exactly where you are in Israel because of uh, Google and Google Maps. doesn't necessarily uh, recognize all the borders of Israel in terms of determining if you're in Israel or not. But other than that, it, it basically figures out exactly where you are, what time zone you're in, when and what you are, and, and it configures the app accordingly. So, I mean, this is a, obviously a perfect week to talk about the features because there's so much going on and so much happening every time someone opens it for Shachris, Mincha, or Mariv, or yesterday for Musuf. Um, so, so let's start with today. So to, let's start with yesterday. So yesterday, when the Torah reading popped up, it was the full Rosh Chodesh and then Hanukkah Torah reading? Yes, correct. And, and then, uh, and then today, so, and then, the yeah. Hanukkah reading, and yeah. it, there are variations. Of, you have to keep in mind, there are variations of Hanukkah, which the Rosh Chodesh falls out, and what light it is. If you're in Israel, you're in America. So, yeah, it takes in consideration if you're in America, you're in Israel, what day it is, if it's Rosh Chodesh, it's not Rosh Chodesh, and it automatically will configure the Kriya Torah accordingly. And, and, and tomorrow would be a perfect example, because we never, quote-unquote, obviously sometimes we do, but we never lane on Friday. Right, this is the perfect time to try to trick the app. We never lane on Friday. Yeah. Plus, tomorrow is a really different type of Hanukkah laning. Right, every day during Hanukkah, it's similar laning to each other. Tomorrow's much, much longer. It's Zos Hanukkah. But you're telling me that all of that will pop up and be right there on the app tomorrow morning. Yes, it is. We actually had a, there's an expert, a friend of mine, Rabbi uh, David Heber, who's in Baltimore, who's an expert in Zmanim. He's our and guy. He's on Jam and Am all the time. We're trying to book him for tomorrow morning because of because of Mikates being a real Mikates Haftorah instead of Shabbos Hanukkah. 
Right. So he's pretty crazy. I gave him the app and I said, okay, in our in our test mode, you can change the date and see what's going to happen. So he says, in 2130, the app is going to make a mistake. I said, I'm going to be long dead by 2130. I'm not worried about that. I got to write they that said, down. I got to mention that to him tomorrow. That's hilarious. Well, he'll tell you, he found every crazy case of poor Mishulosh in Israel in 2037. I'm like, okay. So we had him go through all of the crazy scenarios to figure out if the calculations were correct. And he actually, he was pretty good. In an hour, he caught a couple bugs, and we really? fixed them. This was a while back. Oh, I hope he remembers what they were. i got to ask him about that. I hope he remembers what they were. Um, now, the only thing I could think of, and again, I don't know if the traditional art scroll Ashkenaz sitter would have this anyway, but in Israel, and, and Rameyer, you could tell me, it might just be Yerushalayim. I'm sure you're familiar with this. Uh, they say a different Shir Shal Yom on Cholomoid. Am I right? Did they say the Groz Shir Shal Yom on, on Cholomoid? Uh, we actually have at, we have some functions which it adds an additional wow. uh, to Hillam that are added in. We added that. So you can they appear after the regular Shir Shal Yom. Um, you could also get uh, Tehillim and Tehillim Yomi, or if you split it up into 30 days or every seven days, you can have it automatically appear in the sitter. Wow. Um, we actually have a couple features which might be interesting for, for during Corona. Yeah. We have a feature that you, if you're not davening with a minion, you can flip a switch, and then it gets rid of all the parts of the prayers that you don't say when you don't have a minion. Unbelievable. And yeah. would, would it also add Kel Melech Naman to the Shema? Yes, it actually does. Wow. And uh, if you're in a house in mourning, you flip a switch, it gets rid of the things that you don't say in a mourner's house. Uh, you, uh, yeah, so you can, you can actually switch, uh, switch where you are, what you are, and, and it'll actually conform accordingly. Oh, I know when the app's going to be confused. I just thought of something. The app's going yeah. to be confused a week from tomorrow because it's not going to believe you could fast on a Friday. No, we actually tested all those scenarios. <laughs> we had we had to test that everything appeared. Uh, you know, Bahab appeared for those who want to say Bahab or don't want to say Bahab. The Kriya and um, and and you get the right Hoshanas appear depending on what your minig is. Wow. The right part shows up in Musaf and the right Karbanos depending if you're in America, if you're in Israel. So it, it took quite a lot of time to wrap our head around all these different scenarios and. People send us feedback all the time, and then we tweak the app. Believe you me, I'm, I'm obviously I'm kidding around, but I mean it's it's really amazing. I mean the, the, these jokes and what I'm pointing out actually shows us just how great the app is. I mean next Friday the app's going to lose its mind when we're not saying Tachanun and Avinu Malkenu, you know, during Mincha. It's going to lose its mind. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we have we have to accommodate for all those crazy scenarios. <laughs> All right, so now now we learned that our Friday Asarbateves, like every other day, you could use the Art Scroll app. So based and and best based on what you said at the beginning of this conversation, it sounds like you know you called it the the sitter on steroids. It sounds like you can adjust to just how much steroid you want. In other words, if you want notes, if you want English translation, it's available. But if you just want a regular sitter, even in a smart way, not necessarily a dumb sitter, but even in a smart way, if you just want the sitter, you could have that as well. So it's really up to the user to determine how they want to use the, the sitter app. Right. We, that's been our philosophy from the beginning, that we know that we have a very, very wide range of people using our apps. Uh, even the article Digital Library, we have people who only read English, and we have people who are uh, serious Talmudic Chachamim, and we have advanced features if you're a Torah scholar, and we can you can have it just you can look at the Talmud and just see English only if you want. 
So the same thing with the sitter. If you want the advanced features there, you want note-taking, you want highlighting, you can highlight, you can put personal notes, you can add Misha Barofs into your you can have your name added in after Shimona Asrei and put the names of, of uh, people that you want to pray for. So there are a lot of advanced features, wow. Wow. Uh, but if you don't want them, you know, turn them off or ignore them. Unbelievable. And, and, and again, I think you said this earlier in the conversation, there are people with you know, who say specific sections of Tehillim every day. It could be by day of the week, could be by day of the month. They can insert all that in there. Yes, it can. Uh, the Tehillim app is free, and once you add the Tehillim app, then it actually uh, it integrates with the sitter, and then you have all of the daily Tehillim appears in the sitter. Do you, and, and obviously you know, because you know the statistics, and I'm not, I'm not looking for an exact number, but are there a lot of people that only study Talmud now on the app, that only study Talmud on the Shas pad and literally would never open up what, you know, what, what the layman would call, you know, a book of Talmud? Uh, we have some people who are, are totally addicted to learning on the app that they say they can't learn without it, and they struggle on Shabbos because they haven't figured out a way to use the app on Shabbos. You know, it's funny because I, and I, and I think seriously, I mean, not that this is, you know, I'm not going to make a medical commentary here, but there are people who don't read well in print, but have discovered that they read better in the in the virtual world, and they read. hundred percent. Yeah. So I yeah, we have people who uh, who have uh, have visual issues, and they they just blow up the uh, they change the font size, and they blow up the Zolodov, right. and they're able to use it. They project it on screens. We have people who use the app, the shots part of it for Dafyomi, and they project their iPads on a big screen in the place where they're doing Dafyomi, and everyone everyone can follow along. We have people doing the same thing, broadcasting their shurim on uh, on the internet and using the the app as a, a way to see what the text is. So for the visually impaired, the app is a blessing. People use it all the time. I mean, you know, for the rabbis that years ago were against anything being translated into English, they must be going nuts to their people learning shas and only doing so on a device, frankly. But not. <laughs> Yep. It's a new world out there, and especially in the last uh, last year, where people have been doing distance learning and Zoom has become so prevalent, right. the idea of learning on a digital device or interacting with people uh, remotely or learning digitally has really changed, and it's become much more accepted around the world to learn these from. So our sales of uh, uh, or usage of the app has really exploded. When when Corona started, we started giving away a free volume of the Talmud because people didn't have access to libraries. Right. So now you can instantly get any volume of the Talmud or any book, for that matter, uh, whenever you want, wherever you want, in a, where, anywhere in the globe. So it, universal access is, is tremendous. The We're in Psachim now. Has the enthusiasm of Brachas and Shabbos uh, waned a bit? Or the numbers do not indicate that. Uh, it's uh, everyone starts out with a lot of enthusiasm, but when they hit uh, Shabbos, it gets a little harder, and Erevin's a little bit harder. But we encourage people to continue, and the app is being used by thousands of people every single day to to study the Daf Yomi. But would, but would you say that the overwhelming majority of people who started Brachos are likely still in it? Oh, a, a large percentage are still in it, and they and they keep on going. And and the app lets people jump in uh, all the time. We added a feature over the last couple of months of uh, tracking your learning with a new learning plan feature, where you could actually 
uh, put in the cycle of Dafyomi and say where you started, and you can track which pages you missed and which ones you didn't miss, and you can actually see if you, uh, you're missing five pages or ten pages or a whole receptive. So we, we realize that people's schedules are busy, and now they have a way of setting their own private learning plan, whether it's a Dafyomi or a Mishnayomi plan or a custom program or something for your yard site, or I need to finish Mishnayas by a certain time. So the app now will track what you have done and haven't done, uh, whether it's Dafyomi or your own private plan. So people are using that. We see this all the time that people are are starting up Dafyomi and they're tracking exactly what they've covered, what they haven't covered, and it's all in the end. That, that feature in the app is free. It's, Apple, it's available right now in Apple. The Android version will have it within the next uh, month or so, but that's enabling people who do Dafyomi to really track where they're up to. Uh, Reb Mayer, please tell the uh, Sitter app people that uh, this year, because it's uh, the fifth of ERs on Shabbos, it would be the third of ER that you need Hallel to be inserted into the uh, app Sitter. Okay, you'll make sure to take care of that for me? I will, I will make sure <laughs> to insert that. Yeah. You'll make sure there's an option for that? You know, at, uh, the, at the minimum, I don't know who I have to speak to over there, but at the minimum, can we make it an option, please? I'm begging you. And maybe on the, tw- on the 28th of ER as well, would that be okay? <laughs> Speak to Gedalia and Aaron when we get off the phone. Okay. (laughs) Who makes the call, me or you? (laughs) You want me to make the call? We get we get requests from literally around the world on all all kinds of things, and we tell people that this is whatever features we have in the print edition, we have in the in the uh, digital edition, plus some. Uh, we've added some features where you can turn things on and off. You, you won't find a printed sitter that doesn't have stuff for a minion, like get rid of cottage and laning. But we, right. we've given people the option of turning off uh, minyanim if, they, if they're not in a minion for whatever reason. All right. Understood. Well, it's pretty amazing, and people have a couple of days to take advantage of the free offer. The Art Scroll Sitter app is now available for free. I am assuming if someone logs on to artscroll.com, they'll see the details there? Uh, yes, or they can go to artscroll.com slash free download, and that'll give them directions to get it on either on the Apple Store or Google Play Store or to get it within the Artscroll Digital Library. There, there is several different ways of getting the standalone app. You can go to the Google Play or the Apple Store and search for Artscroll, and the Artscroll Digital Library will come up and the Artscroll Sitter will come up, and I would recommend that people get the standalone sitter um, because it's very easy. It sits on your, on, on your screen, and you can get directly into the sitter that way. Um, you could also get it as part of the Artscroll Digital Library, and it's a free volume, and it integrates with the rest of the library. So if you happen to see something in the sitter which references a Mishnah or something in the Talmud or a source, and you tap on it, that source will open up in a Talmud volume. So I would say recommend that people go to artscroll.com slash free download and get it as many ways as you want. Get it on your Apple devices, get it on your Google devices, get it on your digital library, get it standalone, and then you have it any way that you want it. I have another feature I need added to the app. What's that? The second uh, the second uh, uh, someone finishes davening on election day, they should get an alert that it's time to go and vote and not forget about it. How do you like that? Uh, We've actually had a good idea. Somebody wanted to uh, have a built-in feature that when you get to Volotion, you could actually call an Uber or put in your Dunkin' Donuts order. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> or, or, or we had a better idea. Someone wanted to have a feature of how late are you, and based on that, it would skip different parts of Pesuket de Zimra, uh, calculating your speed of davening. That, that is brilliant. 
Uh, by the way, yeah. you, that's a problem though, because you'd have to put in the speed of the of the uh, of the shliach tibor as well, and that could get well, tricky. Although I will tell you, I will tell you that if you do want to research this, my living room is the place to do it because the seagull <laughs> the seagull men continuously are evaluating the speed of shliach tibor, and I think we could be a big help on that one. <laughs> Yeah. That is for fu- you know the future art scroll synagogue, which will have voice recognition and know where the the Schleifzieber is up to, right. and dynamically have right. a screen on the front, by which the way, will turn the page of the sitter for you. By the way, forget that. We have an idea where we want to put a webcam in shul, so that when when the when the Schleifzieber starts brachas, that's when we walk out of the house. This way, because it was when there are too many delays, you don't want to get there, and the, nobody has started things up yet. So this way, you know things have gotten underway, and now you can start walking to shul. What do you think of that one? Excellent. <laughs> uh, the, the 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 app has created all kinds of new creativity for for people's ideas of davening. By the people way, want yeah. it, people want it that the the app is automatically going to change pace based based on the speed of the. Uh, they let the app should change nusuf based on knowing where you are, right. what kind of shul you're in, right. and if it's Ashkenazi smart, it should do all the work right. for you. By the way, I, and while it's doing all the work for me, can we get to the point, because I'm really busy in the morning these days, or Mayor, can we get to the point where the app just davens for me, or that wouldn't be acceptable? Uh, yes, there's an option for that, and we can have the app do dafyomi for you, too. <laughs> I actually can tell people I'm doing Dafiomi. This is amazing. By the way, I, I have two minutes left, but I got to ask you: when a brand new book is introduced, what goes on the website? You do sample pages. I'm assuming. I'm assuming you do the cover and some type of of um, synopsis. Anything else that that automatically is added to the website when a new book is released? Uh, nothing is automatic. There are actually people in the office that are actually <laughs> cultivating that information and putting up. But we do put sample pages where people can uh, many times read uh, read sections of, of the books. We're putting uh, sometimes we're putting interviews with authors, which uh, you're probably familiar with at this point. Sure. So we have author interviews. We have uh, we have sometimes videos. We have excerpts of the book. Enough information that people can make an intelligent decision if the book is right for them. Very cool. And they could use promo code radio and always uh, take advantage of a fantastic offer. Everybody out there, when you go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. In this case, though, for the free sitter app, no promo code is necessary, that's for sure. Uh, rem- I would encourage that if you can, we have also some other free items. We, we recently started doing, we, we completed the um, Art Scroll, the Elucidated Mishnah, the Shantan Elucidated Mishnah in English. That's complete. And people can download Brachos to try it out. Uh, the whole series is there, and we've now started the Reisman Hebrew Mishnayas. Uh, we're doing that project. We have a team of 15 people working on that right now. Uh, Brachos Hebrew is also free with a tremendous amount of hyperlinks to all kinds of material all over the place. So they can try it out. We're almost finished with Seder Moed. That will be out shortly, along with lots of other books that we're working on. People don't realize how difficult certain Mesechtas of Mishnayas are, that they're now available at the ready in English like that with all the uh, explanations that you just described is amazing. Uh, 100%. Uh, Kalim, Tyros, yeah, things yeah. with net. We have diagrams, colored, color images. Uh, it's readily accessible. I'm, I'm studying something with my son in Israel on Zoom, and I'm using the Hebrew Mishnayas, and it's just phenomenal. It has hyperlinks to everything. For, uh, all the quoted sources are hyperlinked, and you readily have it at your fingertips. So if you want to go in, in depth, it's, it's right there all the time. Hey, the, uh, someone told me that Psachim, Ends right before Tanis Bechorim, like a couple of days before Tanis Bechorim. 
So mm-hmm. so maybe maybe you need a checklist built into the app because people are going to be confused. Wait a second, I delayed the seum this time around. Did I ever get? Did I ever make a seum on this mesechle? Can I save this one for a yard site and go back to it? Like maybe you need a checklist of which which mesechles have already had an official seum made on them. That that that's a that's a nice feature. You'll you see that. Um, but we can't. But if you want to track, if I if I'm if I'm track, I want to do a seum and I want to track or calculate a. Uh, uh, I want to finish this mesechle by this date. The learning plan system will actually calculate how many blot or amudim you need to do every day in order to finish in time. Wow. Unbelievable. So in theory, someone could literally learn Pesachim up until the day of Tanis Becharim and at the same time start the next Pesachim on time. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. Whole thing that I'll tell you. Well, well, I'm glad you liked my uh, couple of my suggestions. Makes me feel uh, makes me feel like I've added to the whole uh, to the whole thing. I buy sure, you can, anyone who has uh, the consent suggestions to app suggestions at artscroll.com or app support artscroll.com, and we track every suggestion that comes in. And we have a lot of creative people that have some creative ideas out there, and we integrate the ones that the winners get integrated all the time. Right, and the ones that are really funny, you pass on to by Heber for some entertainment. <laughs> or to the whole office <laughs> including including maybe some of the ones that I made today Rabbi Mayor Pasternak is Chief Technology Officer at Artscroll lots of information and news from this conversation but most importantly take advantage of all the free offers and free downloads including the uh, Artscroll Sitter app which is free at least until tomorrow again depends on Google Play and iTunes and all that but for sure at least till tomorrow on the uh, the last day of Hanukkah you can download and install that app. Uh, Rabbi Pasternak, I thank you. Happy Hanukkah and continued success with your you. much appreciated. There he is, right? Mayor Pasternak, Chief Technology Officer over at Artscroll. The website, the apps, all this, all this he's responsible for. It's been there for 20 years. Imagine that. Thursday morning, seventh day of Hanukkah, full schedule coming up. Uh, Charlie Harari is next, Michael Fragan at 9.30, Allison Josephs at 10 o'clock, uh, Miriam L. Wallach at uh, 10.30 with That's Life. Live lunch. Uh, we are planning on having a live lunch today from the studio here in New York City. Uh, will I be joined by any co-hosts? We will see. I think the uh, the weather will have something to say about that. We'll see what happens here regarding... Uh, who's uh, here between 11 and 1 p.m. Eastern time coming up at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. Want to remind everybody that shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com is an amazing resource for Hanukkah. Why would Nahum be saying amazing resource for Hanukkah on the seventh day of Hanukkah? Because they have same-day delivery. How do you like that? Same-day delivery. You're still looking for gifts for family, for teachers, for kids, gift cards for people, books for people, any category at shopeichlers.com. They have same-day delivery at Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, Jackson, New Jersey. Go to shopeichlers.com. They literally have same-day delivery. Can they do it in a snowstorm? I don't know. Find out. They might be able to. They might be actually. They might actually be able to do it in a snowstorm. Although the snow has ended over here, so that should be it for that. But anyway, shopeichlers.com, same-day delivery. Take advantage. It's Hanukkah. You may still need some gifts. The perfect way to uh, to get a hold of them and uh, to um, 
and to um, purchase them for family and friends. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy 10% off with promo code radio, kosherdogs.net. By the way, that two-pound salami that I bought at Aaron's from A&H, you can get it on the website at kosherdogs.net. Use promo code radio. Try A&H today. And um, I want to give a big shout-out to the chairman of our Dubai trip, Ralph Rosenbaum. Uh, if you're looking to explore the area of end-of-year financial planning, if you want some good advice regarding financial planning for the end-of-year, uh, 1-800-TAX-CPA-2, 1-800-TAX-CPA-2, or taxcpa2.com, taxcpa2.com. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Special thanks to all of our guests today and to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, plenty more coming up here at JMNAM. We'll check in with Rabbi Tzvi Gluck about the big event coming up this weekend. And we're going to try to get Rabbi Heber on in the first uh, first half of the show tomorrow morning. Uh, basically, the public has insisted we get him on. We're trying our best. He's trying to juggle his schedule, <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, we've created an amazing uh, radio personality here, that's for sure. Have a fabulous Thursday. Happy Hanukkah. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.